What's up, what's up? This is Maquita Danielle of Life Things with Maquita Danielle. <laughs> Wanted to start this off by just um, giving something real. In this journeying through series, I don't want to give the impression that journeying through it's by any means easy. And oftentimes it is not. It's not what one would prefer to do because <laughs> it's the harder route. It's the narrow route. And so I'm talking with a few ladies today to give you some insight into why even do it. Why not? be okay with doing just enough to make the surface look pretty and all the while you're you're not doing enough inside like there's something missing why not settle for just enough why journey through I want to thank Miss Lovely Janelle Jordan and Danny Cherie for sharing their own intimate experiences and perspectives. Um, and you were surely in for a treat. This is Life Things with McQueen Danielle, Los Angeles, homie. It's real. It's real. It's always been real. But it's like really, really real. <laughs> Enjoy. Hey guys, this is Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol and you have reached my podcast. Life things. Here we talk about the things that happen in life, whether it be ups or downs or moments in our lives that feel like they're going sideways. Most importantly, here we are safe, here we are free and authenticity is the name of the game. Dude, I have a podcast. <laughs> this is going to be fun. <laughs> I have the beautiful and the lovely Danielle Cherie. So Danielle, thank you so much for being here today. Of course, of course. Thank you for having me. So Danielle and I recently did a like a very low key hike, but it still counts because <laughs> it was hot and it was in it was in the mountains. Yes, yeah. we burned some calories, so you know Definitely. It, it was good. We moved yes. the body. <laughs> And during that time, we just had a very beautiful and authentic conversation about our various journeys here to Los Angeles. And then mm -hmm. it continued over brunch at a very dope mm -hmm. vegan spot that Danielle introduced me to that. Oh, the French toast, the French toast. Oh, delicious. It was so good. It's so hard as vegans getting great French toast. And so when you find a place that has it, you got to go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still don't know how to choose between the omelet and the French toast. Honestly, like I'm like, if, okay, if I went back. You're going to have to get both. You just got to get both. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Yes. I can't. Yes. <laughs> but um, if you can just tell me a little bit about where you're from and when you got to L.A., we'll just start there and then we'll okay. continue through. Yes. So I'm Danielle Cherie, Danny Cherie on IG. I relocated to LA last August in uh, 2020. So um, about five months into the pandemic, four or five months into the pandemic. Um, of course, it was just a, it was a, I would say a journey and a challenge um, in certain areas, just relocating to any big city, but especially during the pandemic. But when I relocated, I had, you know, just unwavering faith and just peace about my move. And so um, it was during an unconventional time, but it was the right time. And so been here is coming up on a year, August 1st, 2021 for me. And it's it's been a blessing and just um LA is home. Like I love it so much. I'm currently, um, working in, uh, government 
type of role. Uh, my background is journalism, um, as well as I have worked in the fashion industry um, in, in education. So I always tell people I have a very eclectic background. Um, but most importantly, like my heart is just to give and to serve and to um, just help others be better in whatever way that may be. And so super excited about our conversation today. Um, just being able to to just share a little bit about my journey transitioning to LA and just. There was something that stuck out to me when we talked over brunch and just now you said it's during an unconventional time. And it was kind of that same sort of theme of like an unconventional system or way of doing things. Why did you choose to ultimately, what I like to say, like journey through this unconventional system? And, and what do you consider unconventional? So unconventional uh, to me, it is something that's outside of the norm, something that um, breaks the mold of what you're you're typically used to. You know, so say if you're typically what we're typically used to in society is you go to you know school as far as your secondary education um, and then you go to um, college and you, you get a, a great job and you kind of stick with that job or stick in that career field and, you know, you retire. And so I feel like our generation per se, like we we really are those that really walk in unconventional like paths and journeys because we we have the like eclectic loves for multiple things and we're not afraid to like really just push through. And so for me, like as I've journeyed through like unconventional times and places, it's about just knowing there's something greater on the other side. And especially for me, just being a believer um, in Christ and just like knowing God has me and always is with me and always gives me discernment on like what I need to do. I can have that confidence in, in walking forward, even when I don't see the full staircase, even when I don't know how the funds are going to come or how the job is going to line up or um, anything else. You know, I know that I can trust God. I know that I can also trust myself and the power that, you know, I have within myself and just like the different things I've learned in many, you know, different industries and just life in general. Yeah. Like just being able to push through, like regardless of how unconventional it looks, how uncomfortable it is, just being able to keep going. Because, again, just knowing there's more on the other side. Mm. So I was going to ask, like, why why not just choose comfort? But it sounds like because you are your certainty of knowing that there is truly something greater on the other side. Right. Right. And just like. Yes. Wanting to continue to grow just Mm -hmm. like individually. But again, just like it's all a collective, you know, this world, we're all connected to our neighbor and our family and our friends, our coworkers. Um, It's all a a big collective. And so it's like we all play different parts and pieces of the puzzle. and, And you have to be like, you just have to be in tune and just knowing like, what you do is also connected to someone else's journey and dream. You know, like when I was teaching, I knew I had to push through those unconventional and uncomfortable times of a school year. And I knew I couldn't give up on my students because I knew the seeds that I was planting in their lives were 
not just going to affect their lives, but their family and, you know, the community and just others. Um, and so when you know that and just know like your why your reason, your resolve to just like keep going because, mm-hmm. you know, it's bigger than you. And, you know, as you keep going and as you continue to journey through those unconventional times, you're also giving others that confidence and that faith to do the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, that's true in terms of what you plant and what you don't plant, right? Like, right. choosing not to also could affect those that we're tied to, those that we know that we're tied to and those that we don't even know that we're tied to because we hadn't taken that next step. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's, it's, it's all interconnected. And so it's uh, yeah. very imperative that, you know, we just play our position, you know, I'm very athletic and always comparing like basketball and just like different things to life. Like you have to be in the right position. What would you recommend for someone that feels like at this point in their life, they're kind of just, this is life. I'm kind of here now. And therefore I should just make the best out of what I have. Um, essentially those that are having difficulty moving past that point, what would you recommend for someone in that position? First and foremost, I would recommend a therapist. Um, and a, I'm sorry if you hear the background noise. There's a ambulance going by. Uh. But, um, <laughs> but but yeah, I would recommend a therapist. Um, that's you know been key for me. Just like in knowing who you are. Just like going to the gym or anything else, you also need a mental health therapist. Like therapies for everyone, even if you don't have anything like actively like in a crisis mode, you still need someone to just talk to just about everyday life. And so, um, you know, for me, like having a therapist and being able to, to just bounce ideas off of her and just like talk about like, my therapist was wonderful. I was able to talk about my move and when things weren't, you know, lining up to the timeline I had, like my therapist was really just like, Hey, like just speaking life into me and just like allowing me to vent as well as giving me like tools to be able to maneuver through as far as journaling, meditating, you know, prayer, like all of that. And so, yeah, it's definitely a therapist having a good, like just friend group and just family support, even if you don't have, you know, great family support, just make sure that you do have a few great friends that really know you and know your dreams and who can also like speak life into you and hold you accountable because we all need that accountability. Like if there's something that, you know, they see in you that you're not holding yourself to, then Mm -hmm. they can hold you accountable to that so that you can, um, you know, do better. And um, another tool that I, no, yes, in those men. moments. Yes. <laughs> right. Like, you know, have people around you that are going to hold you accountable and help you level up and mm-hmm. just hold yourself accountable. Like mm-hmm. really spend that time alone. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes we can be afraid to spend time alone, but in that alone time, that's where you really get clarity. Mm-hmm. And so like being able to like sit still and like, truly get clarity is so imperative because Mm -hmm. we can be so distracted and just so like swayed by so many different people's opinions and just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like this is, this is good job. You should stay. Or this is a great city. You should stay. Like this is where your family's from or whatever. Like you should stay, but you know, deep down, like, no, you've reached your, your, you know, where you're supposed to go. 
within that city or that job and you or that relationship or whatever. And, you know, it's time to go. Um, you just have to spend time alone with yourself to know yourself. And yeah. um, and so that's that's key. Therapist, mm-hmm. you know, a great friend group, family support and just knowing yourself by spending time alone to really get clear on what it is that you want and making a plan to, to make it happen. Hmm. Beautiful. So I, um, I just posted today a blog post and I discussed this idea of like responsible consumption. I've essentially been conditioned, consume responsibly, consume um, things, houses, degrees, you know, a certain type of relationship. And essentially that all feeds into this idea of success. And even mm-hmm. if you're feeling like none of it amounts to like purpose, those kind of things aren't necessarily um, celebrated and are sometimes like how it is like hippie-esque or something. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. But but responsible, it's responsible to consume and, and appear a certain way, even if your behavior and the way that um, our essentially screaming out in the way that you're treating others and none of like those things aren't held to the same sort of like high exactly like standard as consuming things Mm -hmm. right like oh but I have a PhD I have three kids I have a husband I have I have (laughs) instead of you know I love or I gave right or I served Right. Or arrested. Um, (laughs) All of that. Yeah. Yes. And so I basically just wanted to know, like, your your thoughts on choosing this narrow path, seeking and truly stepping in and purpose as opposed to the wider, more popular and celebrated path of um, responsible consumption. (laughs) Yes. um, That's a great question. I would say it was and has been and still is a journey. Um, where I've learned to like really truly give myself grace as you unlearn a system of, of like what's conventional, you know, through the unlearning, you learn what really serves you and what's going to be best for, for really reaching where you're trying to go. And so like, you have to get comfortable with like defining what winning looks like for you. You know, quotation marks winning because it's like winning is different for all of us. Winning can be um, married with kids and, uh, you know, big house, and all of that stuff at a certain age or when it can be attaining several different degrees or working for a Fortune 500 company or relocating or traveling or resting like whatever winning looks like for you you have to define it for you and you have to be okay with that and so as i've as i've gotten older as i've journeyed through and just like have been in different industries i'm able to define that for myself and i'm able to be okay with it how it looks because um i know a as long as i'm in alignment with god and as long as i am you know, serving others and loving others and most importantly, loving myself, like that love's going to overflow. And so, you know, just making sure that I define winning and just everything on my terms, because of course, like with social media, all that stuff, it's easy to get caught up Mm -hmm. wanting this timeline of of things to like really materialize quickly. Mm -hmm. But in those moments, just really like honoring those feelings and those emotions 
And again, like getting clear on what it is that you want and um, getting clear on your why. Like we hear that all the time, like what's your why and all that stuff. Like sometimes we have to go back to that and just truly understand like, okay, is this going to line up to that end goal? And if not, then keep it moving. Like really just shake it off and just, you know, keep going. How, how do you define winning for yourself? What does that look like for you? For me, it's about well-being. It's about being healthy internally, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, financially, um, relationally, you know, so many different areas. Like it's not just a one thing, one streamlined thing. Like for me, it's just Mm -hmm. like the holistic well-being. And so if there's areas of my life that are um, out of place or just feel off balance, Mm-hmm. then I know like for me, I need to shift and I need to adjust because I'm not doing what I need to do to, to win. And so mm-hmm. that goal is breaking those, those modes of convention. In terms of like journeying through, can you just define that? When I speak of like just journeying through, really just talking about through life, through, you know, mental, through family relationships. What's the difference between journeying through and getting through? getting through that would be like just on autopilot just falling in this pattern of just like well this is how it is or just that comfort you know that comfort zone we talked about instead of like journeying through it's more awareness being awake you know being awake to your senses being awake to to what you need what you don't need why not just get through right it's not that bad i guess <laughs> I mean, obviously I disagree, <laughs> no, I <don't>. but <laughs> I want to know your thoughts on it. <laughs> it goes back to what we uh, talked about earlier. When you know that something's bigger than you, when you know that there is more on the other side, when there's greatness on the other side, it takes being real, being raw, not being afraid of confrontation with yourself. That's what you need. When we just get through, we just settle. But when we journey through, we're able to get real with ourselves. I want to know, just hearing a little bit of things that you're working on, how can people stay in contact with you, follow what you're doing and stay like in tune with this journeying through mindset as inspiration and motivation or or just someone to connect with? Most definitely. You can connect with me on Instagram at uh, Danny Cherie and that's D-A-N-I-S as in Sam, H as in hat, A-R-E-E. And so that's at Danny Cherie. Yeah, just reach out, send me a message. Would love to connect with anyone. I also have a creative lifestyle brand called Clean Slate. So yes, Clean Slate, it's a, a lifestyle brand and it's really, really just to encourage others that each day you wake up, you have a clean slate. And so with that, it comes a new day, a new opportunity make things happen for yourself, but most importantly for others too. Um, I'm going to just say a prayer to close us out. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your light, your love, your grace, and your mercy. I thank you so much for being so heavily a part of this conversation today, dear God, and just a motivating source um, and a source of all things, but but a motivating source to just keep us um, going um, with purpose and intention um, to love and to serve you and others, dear God. 
I thank you for blessing us with our many gifts and talents, dear God. Um, I thank you for the light and the sunshine. I thank you for the health in our bodies. And I thank you for everything that you're doing to prepare us for what's coming and everything that you've already done, dear God. We thank you for your love, your grace, your mercy. We thank you, Jesus, for interceding on our behalves constantly when we don't have the words or the know-with-all um, to uh, pray to God ourselves. And we thank you, Holy Spirit, for your promptings and your guidance. Um, and thank you, God, for never leaving us or forsaking us or giving up on us. I pray for every single ear that is listening, dear God, that they feel you um, in their hearts and in their spirits. And may they be led to follow the path that you have designed them before they even got here to follow. We thank you so much for all that you do. We thank you so much for Daniel. Danielle, we thank you for this platform. And um, yeah, thank you for being you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. We're excited. Hey guys, so for this portion of this episode, I am going to interject you all into the conversation, like somewhere in the middle. Um, we covered a lot, we talked about a lot, and this is the, the portion that is the most valuable to this topic in this conversation. And so it's going to start off at a midway point. But just to provide you all with some context and some background, um, this is going to be a conversation with Janelle. Janelle is my homegirl, one of my best friends. Um, she is the one that journeyed with me over to LA. So she made that drive with me. We essentially made it a road trip. And so this is gathering her perspective from that very intimate moment in, in both of our lives, right? We're spending those many days together, hours and hours on hours in the car together. It's a big life change going from the East Coast to the West Coast. And so, yeah, this is getting a lot of um, her insight and perspective and just the conversing through that. So. <laughs> like at least three times and one time an ugly boohoo cry right uh, but but like cries of joy right mm -hmm. and I think going down there and and being a part of it um I don't know it was it was really amazing to see God moving so clearly I don't mm -hmm. think I've felt and seen that <laughs> before like that you know it was mm -hmm. just so clear so clear for you and very clear for me mm -hmm. almost in like a breathtaking way like a sublime sort of way mm -hmm. um which made me emotional <laughs> um yeah i remember before coming out here um telling someone just kind of about it or whatever and they they said, and you could tell, like, they were speaking from their spirit, for sure. They said that you just got to make the first step. Like, you just got to take the step because God's not going to do anything for you that you can do for yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, or I know that in the journey over here, like, that that was definitely part of um, one of the larger themes. I think there were mm -hmm. a few, but it was like literally just not knowing how some things were going to happen. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, you know, like the day of, the day before, hours before. Mm -hmm. and, I'm so glad that we did it that way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we didn't have any expectations, right? Yeah. Why are you glad? Yeah. 
Um, because it could go. I mean, it could go some. It could go so many other ways when things are forced and you have like such a huge. I mean, we had an itinerary, but not, but not really. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not really. Yeah, and we kind of let let things happen. We did. We went to where we said we were going to go to, right? And whatever happened, happened. And I think in Tulsa, we had that one moment where it was like, "We're doing this. We're yeah. gonna." <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, what's his name? He was so dope. Um, um, Cody. Cody, yeah. yeah. And then Cody, thank God, from across the street, just right. shook that all the way up. Like, <laughs> brought oh, us out yeah. of that and and then back into, like, our, our the flow of what the trip had been like. Um, right. Super organic and beautiful and flowing and nurturing. And mm-hmm. it was just real, like, you know, authentic and all that. Yeah, almost. Le- we almost left there, being like, oh, "Okay, yes, <laughs> you know, yes." Like, all right, well. <laughs> and even after the tour, almost left until we asked for, like, until we asked if the coffee shop was open, and then it just opened wow. up. Like everything just happened so, so perfectly, yeah. right? And like even the conversations opened and moved up so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have to. Yeah, if we had, if we had. I don't know, had a strict itinerary or something like that. We wouldn't have been open to that. None of that would have happened. Right, right. But mostly, like, if we had an expectation for something else and then kind of, you know, either had attitude or were disappointed that it wasn't what we thought it was or yeah. that the cat, that, that, you know, the cat and the dog were acting up. You oh know, my you gosh, that's all right. That moment, right? Yes. Like, hey, let's just go. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you different. The cat and dog, too. First of all, first of all, I think there's, like, a few things here like not having it all planned out to a t it was like you know like an outline that had like like the subjects but not like the bullet points underneath being open to things shifting and changing and to being uncomfortable being okay with not knowing exactly how everything was gonna go and it worked out perfectly like i remember not even knowing ahead of time i like the hours were different and you're like no i like driving at night and so even that right like it was everything just flow and i prefer to drive in the day so it just worked it worked out that worked out well and I mean I don't know like the whole animal situation was uncomfortable but Cody was so dope like and just paying it zero mind right (laughs) (laughs) that definitely helped my gosh they were tripping yo (laughs) he's just talking like he's used to that I guess I guess who could be used to that who could be used to a cat coming out of the bag in the museum a big cat and a dog who could be used to that and then the other piece of that is you're allergic to both (laughs) man yeah and we're in a honda civic they're not like in the back of the suv they were up on us they were freezing on our necks Me and Janelle had like moments where we like broke down and cried. That's why it was so funny when she's like, oh, maybe shed a tear or two because we had like moments where it was like ugly cries and it wasn't just once. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was probably like three or four times, especially in that last like day or two. Yeah. Um, and where it was just so overwhelmingly obvious that God was present and he had a hand on every single thing and every single Mm -hmm. minute and every single moment. It was like, this is crazy. And, but our, in our friendship, which was already 
extremely close like it just broke through a barrier that I didn't even know was there like in a very real way yeah to where it's like it's so freeing to be able to just be around you know someone that you love and care about and and it's it's like truly just be like wholeheartedly being able to just be myself (laughs) in whatever form that takes around you it's Mm -hmm. it just felt very purposeful (laughs) and it always does right like Mm -hmm. it always does I think our um our friendship and uh, our partnership and and business and all that always feels purposeful and that moment for real felt purposeful yeah definitely to me too yeah yeah Um, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. With like triple P. Yeah, for sure. But beyond that, I mean, that moment, I think, felt, yeah, just to be witness to it, you know? Hmm. Can you speak on that just a little bit? And then I have a question. Yeah. Um, I think it was because, you know, we talked to your dad like 65% of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> on the speakerphone. Right. Right. Oh, that's so funny. I was funny. like, you're dad again? I'm like, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's on, he's there, he's narrating our trip. Like, he, he's front right, and he's in the car with us. What do you mean? Oh, um, that is hilarious. But yeah, I think it was something, I, I think before we got off the phone with him, he was like, taking my Maclita down there and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, like, this is to thank me. Like, this, this is my sister. Like, I'm going, I'm going down here with her. Right, mm-hmm. um, but I think at that moment, like I felt like it's not like a like. You know, of course, I'm gonna take you, right? But I didn't. It wasn't a thank you moment. Like this was like, so it was so necessary for me to be there too, right? And it witness how God was moving in your life, but really witness before that, because it wasn't even me seeing how God was moving yet. It was just me watching. Um, you listening to spirit, listening to yourself, um, and and just taking that first step knowing that he's got you you know Mm. and having that kind of you know blind faith you didn't know what was going to happen when we got down there you didn't know how things were going to happen and still being you know faithful like well whatever happens when I get there like it'll happen and that's what we'll deal with and it's not even that we'll deal with it God will deal with it like because he has us covered right you know Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm Seeing that and feeling that this is before like anything happened on the last day, but just feeling that and being there with you and watching that and just watching you make that first step. Right. Because this was something that you usually would have prepared to a T for. Right. Right. And you didn't do that with this. <laughs> and to me, that is absolutely terrifying. And to you, yeah. that is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so to watch you do this was like all right like i'm getting that message right like mm-hmm. we I, we have to make the first move we have to make those steps you know what i mean just like what you said your friend said like he's not going to do what you can do for yourself you know yeah. so you have to move first so that he can move and show you and that was just i, I think that was kind of like a full circle moment for me that made me made me really emotional and I was like, don't thank me. Like, girl, I'm here soaking all this in, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, I mean, having now gone through that, what do you think life would look like had you not gone through it? Mm-hmm. 
I'd be just still scared. I have to help, you know, co-create and move in my life if I want, you know, if I want to do what God has me here for, right? Mm. So I have to make those first moves. So like today, finally, I told my boss <laughs> that I'm going to go back. I'm going to cut back my hours, which took me Whoa. a little while, you know? Um, and it ended up everything just kind of ended up kind of moving perfectly because we're hiring someone that's working with us so he's going to work with us for a couple months we're going to do a trial basis and it happened just so smoothly Mm. because I was worried about saying it and how you know how he would react and yeah just how much sense it would make and right now it just makes perfect sense you know Mm. but like you know I'm going to lose you know I'm going to have a little bit of money that's missing every month Mm -hmm. (laughs) every two weeks right and so that's probably what I've been more fearful for what advice would you have for someone that is being called to something but it just doesn't make sense to make the step in their own mind even though their spirit is pulling them towards it Mm. I think to follow your spirit I don't think we can't we can't make sense of things in our tiny brains right because we only we only know what we know we don't know the bigger picture we don't know any of that so I think uh, if there's anything that I've learned in general like to follow your intuition I think it's hard to do that I think I often kind of pull away from that which mm-hmm. is the opposite of what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. uh, but follow your gut it's so beautiful that it doesn't make sense in a way like yeah. things came so organically and I don't want to say easy but it was clear that God's like like I got you from the creative ideas the creativity and that was that was fueled from conversations that I've had with people that I would have never met had I not just taken the step mm, yeah like I wouldn't even be able to fully operate in my purpose <laughs> you know um and and gain new things and give new things and so to think that all of that would have been lost mm-hmm. just just for the sake of comfort you know mm-hmm. especially comfort for other people which is what I was functioning in make yeah. sure everybody else is straight mm-hmm. you know and you you can yeah. you can make the best out of it <laughs> right right yeah and that whole comfort thing like and we talked about that also in the car like <laughs> like you're like I, you, when you when I anyway when I get comfortable like I it's, uh, I'm comfortably uncomfortable because there's still like a dissonance and that I'm not doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, real. not totally. I'm not fully operating in that. And so that makes me uncomfortable. So I'm, I'm here and, you know, I'm making enough money. I'm getting by. I'm doing the A, B, C, and D. And then I'm do- also doing the other things. But I'm still very uncomfortable in that I know I'm not living in my purpose fully. Yeah. And so that is always sitting. So that's like, that's what's always sitting in your gut or in your spirit that's pulling you. That's like hey you need to be doing this you need to be doing this like you need to make this jump you need to make this move and that fear of not being comfortable that's that's so true yeah yeah it's like other people (laughs) what do you mean just making other people comfortable oh got you yeah and then in society it's you know there unfortunately it's just certain things are celebrated that like I mean like we hear right like we hear about people that have quote-unquote everything and they're still not joyful right you know they're still not fulfilled they have to I mean some commit suicide some need drugs in order to make it day to day like and they have everything that you should have 
because that that keeps you that you're, you're comfortable like you got everything physically that you need and want mm-hmm. I think it's that kind of thing that comfortable yeah. what did you the comfortably uncomfortable is what she said mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like but something's still not it and it's that it's that what that spirit is pulling us to do our spiritual selves yeah. that infinite part of ourselves that's like yo homie this isn't it like <laughs> okay you got that yeah, stuff that has nothing it. to yeah. do with <laughs> with who you are and who you was created to be this is just stuff <laughs> it always knows it and it nags at you <laughs> yeah yeah it nags at you in your dreams and nags on and that just it just does yeah yeah, yeah. and it gets louder and louder and my thing like it was getting it was it was i was comfortable to, it was making me even more and even more and even more uncomfortable like I mean it still is actively making me even more comfortable like so much that I'm like what is going on like it's, yeah. it's really it's really nagging at me yeah um and things are happening that are telling me like you can't be right here you can't God's like this is not where you're supposed to be yeah like I'm about to make it real hot until you understand girl or you just burn. So what do you want to do? <laughs> yeah. Girl, that's real. That's real. And for, like, I don't know. I think I want to speak just life into those that are choosing to burn. Mm-hmm. That, like, you are <laughs> truly destined for something else and for more. And once this life is over, like, your spirit can't... Your spirit... Your spirit is infinite. And so the choices and decisions that you make here on earth, they will carry out into your spiritual life once life Ooh, ends here. Oh, girl. So this girl. isn't it. <laughs> Burning, choosing to burn here. Like, what does that mean? Once, what does that mean when your physical self is gone? Mm-hmm. Choosing to, to burn infinitely? Is that worth it? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, girl, you just got deep on me. we're here we're here to like operate in his purpose and we're also here to learn whatever that we're supposed to learn here on earth and our human experience right so if you're not doing that something's nagging at you if you're not doing that then what are you here for? Yeah. Right? So we need to figure out what that is. And like you said, like that's so true. Like your spirit our spirit is infinite. So it's here after we're gone. And so what does that mean for like our descendants? You know what I mean? Like yes. what does that mean? <laughs> because we're here to learn something to yeah. pass on in some sort of way. Yeah. I mean I truly feel like ancestors that did everything they were fulfilled to do and the ones that didn't that are mm. pushing me to mm. not make the same mistakes. Mm. Mm. yeah yeah I feel like it might I think it might look something like that you know yeah, <laughs> like, yeah I totally agree yeah Whew. yeah I don't want to be the latter <sighs> me either on that note when are we meeting tomorrow um. <laughs> <laughs> ah! um. <laughs> uh, the same time is good I'll try and be awake well guys that brings us to the end of our episode i am so glad to have you all here with me because when it's real and when it's authentic and when you're happy with what you're putting out there and it's rooted in your purpose it's bound to connect with those that need to connect with it and i'm grateful for the opportunity 
to create and connect with you. This is Life Things with Maquita Danielle of Polish Pistol. You can follow me on social media at Maquita Danielle. That's on Instagram, Facebook, etc. You can follow future blog posts and check out the old blog post on polishpistol.com. And I'll see you on the next episode. Episode, episode. Bye.